So before we start, I have to address something. I hate being alone. I hate it. Can't stand it. I don't care if I'm good at it. I know I'm the best. I know I can do it. I'm the best. Bobby Weaving. Through all the all the bullshit that keeps coming my way, but I keep prevailing. Yeah, I'm impregnable. Yeah. No, I, I really hate being alone, guys. So this is another one of me alone. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. Just get into it. Oh, yeah. That's right. And don't forget to check out Eric Carter's Studio 773 Podcast. And don't forget to go and check out in Chicago, Illinois, Gladstone Lounge and Liquors. Run by my friend, James O'Brien. It's a very good bar. Honestly, go check it out. They got great pool, great people, great times. And if you want to get yourself featured on this podcast at all, for any reason at all, you want some questions answered, please email us, people. Please at the number two, cigars, the letters F, U, Chicago, at gmail.com. Send us anything you want us to talk about. Please. Theme music starts in three, two... You know what? Hold on. I got something to say. I actually, I, I do got something to say. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Yeah. You know what time it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, cut the back and light up the stogie. Yeah. Two cigars, smoking out the phonies. What? Coming every Monday from Chi-Town. Tune in, find out what's going down with Dick and Jimmy. True to the family, take you on a journey. This is out of worldly. Laugh out loud, you're looking at two stars. Find out now, this is Two Cigars. Welcome to the Two Cigar Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy White, and next to me is fucking no one. Again. Nick. The running joke last time, I thought it was only, okay, you know, whatever. I hate this kid. I really hate, you know what? Some co-host he is. Wait till I leave him for my honeymoon. After well, I, we get do we get to do one next weekend, and then the weekend after that we don't get to do one. So I want to see what he's gonna do. Probably nothing. We're probably not gonna drop one the weekend after next weekend. Because why? Because he can't do what I do. I already said that once, but whatever. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really have nothing prepared for this one. <laughs> this is my second attempt, third attempt actually, because I tried to do one with my daughter and my soon to be wife and it was it was a cluster it was uh, is a cluster fuck fuck it i'm saying it it was a cluster fuck she's not here in the room anymore i could swear i can curse all the fuck i want <laughs> she kept grabbing the microphone and yelling into it i'll have it as a bonus episode so you guys can like make your own judgment about it she is a funny little kid we get into it i i almost go into dad mode a couple times like where i almost like got on her cuz she just kept annoying me she kept moving the microphone, touching it, putting her lips up against it. She starts getting really loud, yelling into it. So I don't know what we're going to do here. I have, I, I don't know, the Darwin Awards last week worked out really well, so I might do it again this week. I might just start off with that, to be fully honest with you. I think it's a great thing to do is just to start off with what worked last week and just see if lightning strikes twice, even though I know it's not. God, I'm screwed. Pretty fly for a dead guy. Oh, offspring reference. A West Houston... 
Houston student pilot named Solomon was allowed to solo in Chesna 172 a few weeks before the incident described below. I have no idea. I'm not going to lie. I actually read that really well, and I have no idea what any of Like, okay. After the solo flight, the exhilarated 23-year-old decided to buy a different plane type, one that he had no training in, a Piper PA-28140. Sounds amazing. For the majority of readers are not pilots. Oh, there's restrictions. What? What is that? No, come here. Come here. No, you interrupted the Darwin Awards. Now you're going to... Come here. Come here. What? It was a balloon. I got a balloon. Yeah, you got a balloon. Woo! Now, hey, close the door. and balloon your way out of here. <laughs> Love you. There you go. See? She just can't stop interrupting me. So Okay, so there, there's... Really a lot of restrictions here. We're going to find out why. His West Houston flight instructor pointedly told this 23-year-old, do not fly that new aircraft until you are given some training in it. But that did not deter Solomon from taking his new toy out for exercise on a winter, a winter night. Dude, what people? Come on. Seriously. Like, he, uh, you know what, though? He's a 23-year-old. He's a little cocky. That this, I think I'd be a little bit more upset that this kid killed himself if it was if it wasn't a kid, if it was like forty six year old, then I'd be fucking mad at the guy. He had to fly a plane he had not been trained in. He had to fly at night, and he had to fly with an overcast ceiling of nine hundred feet. Three strikes. The flight began at seven uh, thirty p.m. and lasted maybe four minutes. Oh man, poor kid. The private plane. The fuck was that? The private plane's transponder was not functioning, so the West Houston airport was not aware the plane was missing until a friend looking for Solomon wandered into the airport the next day. Oh, so he might have survived the crash. The wreckage of the uh, the Piper plane was identified deep in the heavily wooded areas, and unfortunately there was a fourth strike against him. Solomon. Oh, against Solomon. Oh, man. Two bodies were found in the wreck. The foolish young man earns a Darwin Award for breaking four rules of flight, and the foolish young friend earns an honorable mention for choosing to participate in the dangerous situation, too? Oh, you guys are fucking assholes. The, the kid's 23. I mean, yeah, he never should have been out there. Like, that's on that's on him, but his fucking friend, he probably was like, yeah, dude, I fly planes all the time. He probably lied to him. Be like, yeah, do this shit all the fucking time, dude. Just come on. Like, stop being a fucking pussy. And then, you know, there he goes. His friend's like, okay, well, I don't want to be a pussy. I'll get into the pain with you then. And then they fucking died. Why would you, like, give him an honorable mention for a Darwin Award? You, Darwin Awards people are assholes, man. <laughs> like, I think I'm an asshole, but Jesus Christ. Like, he's a 23-year-old kid. Alright, what's the next one? Let me get a fucking beer. Yeah, noon seltzer. I got some pretty, actually, I... I I don't even know. I think I wrote... I think there are some sponsors today. I didn't write any of them. They gave them to me. These are sponsors. Real ones. Alright. Superman. Stuporman. Stuporman. What? 
Brandon was serving his country during world uh during the world war in Iraq. No, that's not what it says. During the war in Iraq, the supermanning had recently been invented by certain troops goofing off in aircraft such as large helicopters and a rear car cargo exit. Somebody would con contrive a makeshift harness using a safety belt or cargo strap, then lower the body out the back of the aircraft with legs outstretched and arms straight out ahead, flying horizontal like just like Superman with one fist pump forward. This is essentially... Oh my god. Relatable pose. Superman just hold tight. T Why does it say tight tight? Superman must hold tight tight. Why the fuck would you write tight tight? To make that makeshift harness to defeat supernatural. What dude? What the fuck? Just tell me what the fuck happened. The other one was way better. Whoever wrote this. Whoever wrote these is a fucking idiot. They must have fired this guy and then they got 2022 and that person was a little bit better. Um... The MH-53 is the largest helicopter in the United States, cruising at normal speeds. If this kid gets chopped up in the fucking back, like the little propeller in the back, or the top one, oh my god. Are there fixes in here? There's like lines across some of the lines. Oh my god. Dude, this, whoever fucking wrote this, and it's like three paragraphs. Why does there need to be three paragraphs? Okay, it's the largest helicopter in the United States, cruising at a normal speed of 138 miles per hour. And carrying 52 troops and 36 pounds of cargo. 36 pounds of cargo? That doesn't sound like that much. Oh, they put a fucking period. Yeah, there's 36,000 pounds of cargo. You fucking idiot. You put a period. There's supposed to be a comma there. I almost said coma, so I'm the idiot. <laughs> the pilots were unaware of the crew's nonsense because the cargo objects... Or obstructs the view. In a fully loaded... Yeah, see, someone wrote baked potato here. In a fully loaded MH-53, and it is not common for military helicopters to fly with cargo ramp par partially open. No. No way the pilots could see crew sitting on the open ramp. But if they did, they would laugh first and ask questions second. How do you know? How the fuck do you know? See, this person is literally just trying to write like a comedy bit here, and it's it's fucking pissing me off. Actually, I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm getting triggered here, getting mad, so mad. To be specific, or Atlantic, about the instance, one in series. Oh my god, I'm sorry, guys, I can't read for shit. <laughs> to be Atlantic about the instant. To be on this, oh my god. Later investigation revealed Petty Officer Brandon strapped a 10 foot belt under his shoulders and slowly let him let himself out over the edge of the cargo ramp while fellow crews <laughs> taped winning photos of his antics. Are they taking photos or are they taking fucking videos? But his iron grip did slip and the full weight of his body was briefly held by the loose harness which soon slipped from under his arms off his shoulders, sending him falling 125 feet into the uh, Persian Gulf. A vivid mental poster images the bystanders asking, Are you okay? And the super petty officer responding with the A-OK -okay hand sign, leaving only one hand holding the strap. Whoops. One can only imagine the crew suddenly radioing the pilot to slow and descend, Oh, no reason. Just seems a bit high. We're flying. Uh, no. 
a bit drafty here. See, they, they're really trying to make fun like of this guy's death. Like, I, that, that's not your job. Just tell me what the fuck happened, and I will make fun of it, Darwin. Jesus Christ. Alright, I'm not reading the rest of these fucking three fucking paragraphs of this kid, this whoever wrote this fucking... Let, let me see if I can find a name here. I doubt they even put their name. Oh, guest writer. There we go. James G. Pertrucupropolis. Have a fucking common name, dickhead. I know James. I'm James. I'm a James. That's common. But G. Pertrucupropolis. Fuck you. Fuck you for trying to make this shit seem too fucking funny. Just tell me what the fuck happened and let everybody else make their own jokes about it, dickhead. <laughs> oh, shit. Time for a quick sponsor break. The LGBTQ goggles. Are you straight heterosexual male that can't understand why no one would love the poon? Well, try the new LGBTQ goggles. They'll make you see life through their eyes. Just put them on, set your letter, and get to relating. <laughs> fucking shit, man. I'm running out of ideas. I'm going to keep... Uh, we're, 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 all right. It'll get better. Trust me. It'll get better. The all-new ear tags for kids. Are you tired of waking up from your two-hour-long wine nap only to find that you have no kids in the house? Well, not anymore. With our new patented GPS tracking system inside their little tiny ear, you can have your name, phone number, and address put in right into their little ears. Don't worry about bad parenting again with the all-new ear tracking system for kids. Not for livestock anymore. Now, now, you, and your dog. You just put a little chip in the in their ear, and go ahead, have your nap and drink your wine too. <laughs> God, I gotta come up with better shit. I got a really good one here. It's a fucking long one, but we'll save this for later on because we're only twelve minutes in here. You know what? And these Darwin Awards, I think I might just move on from them. I got a couple. I I do actually have a couple stories here. Yeah, so she's see, she's in the other room right now. I don't want her to really hear this, so I'm gonna try to speak a little lower. <laughs> so when me and my girl first started dating, we were young. I was dumb and full of cum, and we started sleeping together. Fuck yeah, you know why not? Fuck yeah. So I. I used to, <laughs> I used to sneak into her room. She used to like, like I, I was, I'm still too like, I don't know. I was athletic back in the day, but I still wasn't like athletic enough to jump into that window from that height. I'm not a parkour kid. I was a football player, baseball, skateboarder, extraordinaire. I had arm strength, but I couldn't lift my fat ass up. <laughs> So she used to let down a stool, and I used to climb up in there. And, uh, yeah, one of those times, we fucking fell asleep. <laughs> her fucking, uh, at the time, her stepdad knocked on the door, like, woke us up in the morning. I was like, Luz, time for breakfast. Why is this door locked? And I had to go, like, hide behind her dresser, and she had to open up the door and be like, because I'm fucking, you know, I'm naked. Leave me alone. Like, I'll, I'll get dressed, and I'll come out there. I'll, I'll, don't worry about it. He's like, all right. He, I think he knew. Like, I think they knew. I don't know if they did or not, but sorry, mom, if you're listening. Loses mom. Welly, mom, if you're listening. But yeah, so I, I snuck back out, jumped out the window, and instead of just being like, 
see, see, we were on the right side of the house, so instead of just being a smart guy and kind of like going across, like down the gangway and then leaving out through the right, like leaving the right way, because I live to the left, like two blocks, like to the left. Instead of just like going out to the right and taking the long way home, I fucking hit the ground, gave her the stool, and started sprinting like a fucking madman, ran right across their fucking front lawn, and kept going down the block. Later on, her we <laughs> later on, it, uh, her brother fucking uh, told us, or uh, we were telling a story about it, and her brother was like, "I fucking knew that was you." He's like, "I just seen you run across the fight. He was he was in the front room eating breakfast." Oh shit. It was the dumbest thing. It was one of the fucking stupidest things. Like, I could have just took the scenic route home, but I'm like, no, I'm just going to sprint. Because I thought I was caught already. I was like, I just need to get the fuck out of here before her stepdad <laughs> gets a hold of me. Ah, <laughs> uh, Just, ah. Uh, just imagine, like, a fucking slightly overweight, fat white kid just running across your fucking front lawn through your gangway. And you're like, the fuck is that? That's me. I'm, I'm not gonna go say it. I'm not there's a joke and I'm not gonna say it nope oh shit because to be honest with you easily easily if they would have caught like whoever would have caught me one of like oh I I would have took a squirtle punch to the neck and if you don't know what a squirtle punch to the neck is it's when you get hit in the fucking throat and you talk like squirtle so it's like a poof. Squirtle, squirtle. <laughs> that's that's what a squirtle neck punch is or if you just or I maybe we I don't know I think we should just abbreviate to just Squirtle Punch. You ever been Squirtle Punch, kid? What's that? Bam! That's what... Because if you say neck punch, then they're going to be like, no, and they're going to hold their neck. Nah, that's what it is. That's You ever been Squirtle Punch before? And now they're completely thrown off. Like, the fuck is a Squirtle Neck Punch? Or a Squirtle Punch? Like, what the hell is a Squirtle Punch? And they're kind of like tightening up their butthole, and they're like, I don't know what that means, but I don't like it. And then you go, bam, right in the neck, and they're like, wow, Squirtle! <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking, I, dude, I, next podcast is going to be better, because Nikki will be here, and I swear I am going to just tear him a new one. I'm, I'm dead serious, I'm tearing him a new one. <laughs> He's not allowed to leave for two weekends again. God, yeah, okay, so here's another story, too, because I wrote a couple things down. I, we're running, I'm burning through this. It's it's not going to be 45 minutes like the last one, I can guarantee that, but I don't give a fuck. Who cares? What, why am I talking about this to you guys? You know why? Because I care about what you think of me. That's what it is. I, I just care too much. Now, okay, so we're gonna go back to one of my worst, worst times. It was one of my worst times. So if any anybody's listening to this and you know who you are, I'm leaving names out of this. But so for a while there, we had a group of friends. Uh, we then then there's a bunch of girls that they had a group of friends. Some of the guys from our group of friends, like, started dating their group of friends. Our other friend was dating my my other friend's sister. And then it was just little old lonely me. Yeah, I was not the player that you see today. Not the player at all. I'm still not a fucking player. I'm just this awkward dude that can make a joke once in a while to make you laugh. That being said, who the who wants to fuck that when you're, when you're like... 15, 16 years old. No what? No girl. Nobody. So they decided to hook me up with one of the last girl in there, and I'm not I don't I don't care if she fucking knows because I didn't like she did me fucking bogus and dirty. Um I 
to this day will say that she was the grenade because no one wanted that. No one wanted. She was like the. Uh, think of like <laughs> if someone beat Snooky with a more of an ugly stick. That's how she was. Fucking really dark tan. I mean, it was fucking gross, man. It was like uh, the woman version of Donald Trump, except her hair was attached. I, you know, I wasn't proud of myself. But we were all drunk at a party, and my one friend goes, Hey, kiss him. And she came up and started, like, tonguing me. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, I've never been kissed me like this before, so fuck it. Whatever. Here's a, here's to you, practice girl. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking, but I was like, whatever. It was like, it is what it is. Everyone's got a girlfriend. Now I got one, too. I asked her out. She said yes. Things went downhill all the time. All the fucking time. Like, we were sleeping over at our, the one friend's house. Everybody's got a bed. We have a we have an air mattress. Me and this girl have an air mattress. Some people are sleeping on our futon, and then there's two more beds. Everybody's paired up. Everybody's sleeping with their girlfriend. This fucking bitch kicked me off of the fucking air mattress. I had to sleep on the goddamn floor. I used a folding chair as a pillow and my fucking sweater as a blanket sleeping on the cold concrete floor in a basement. It was the worst thing. And to be honest with you, the worst part about it was because I couldn't fall asleep. I knew nobody else was sleeping. Yeah, they were doing things. And I could hear it. It was... Oh, I fucking hate look, going back on this. But I was like, whatever. Like, fuck this. Like, I was so mad at my fucking friends for, like, doing me, like, dirty to the, with this girl. Like, I was like, god damn it, guys. And I could... I, I don't, I don't like breaking up a girl, so I, I literally just kept going with this fucking girl. Just kept fucking going with her. Like, okay, maybe I might just lose my V-card to her. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Because I, I guaranteed that she didn't have her fucking V-card at the time I was going out with her. And if she did, she fucking faked it really good. Well, it all came to a glorious end when we were at a fucking party. And I went downstairs to see where the fuck she was. And she was up on a... Uh, she was up on the fucking washing machine with her legs around a dude fucking making out with him. Like, hardcore making out. And I was like, I literally, as soon as I walked on the stairs, I saw him. I was like, oh, okay. And I walked right back up. I I was actually happy. I was like, thank God. Like, that's my out. She fucking chased me all the way outside. And I walked outside. I was like, I'm done. I was like, cool. We're done. And she's like, no, you don't know. Doing that stupid shit that they fucking, not they, doing that stupid shit that she would do. And, um... Yeah, I was pissed. I, I was pissed, though, too. I was like, God fucking damn it. I was like, really? Just break up with me and then do that. Like, why the... F like, I don't understand. So, I was depressed the whole fucking party. I'm sitting outside by myself. I think I took a bike ride. <laughs> I just took my bike. I was pretty drunk, too. I just took my bike and just drove off into the fucking night. I just... <laughs> I just kept making laps around the block. Next thing I know, I'm hearing my fucking like I'm hearing my name getting shouted, like just getting full on, just Jimmy, Jimmy. I look around and I just see one of my friends full on running at me, and he fucking grab like I stop. He grabs me. He's like, "Where the fuck were you? You had us all fucking worried." I was like, "Worried, dude." I was like, "I fucking I had to take a bike ride. Like I had to get the fuck away from there. Like the party just started. Like this was like 20 minutes into the party. The party's not gonna be over with." Let me clear my head and I'll get back to the fucking party. Like, I, I just caught her with this fucking dude. And then I, finally he calls me down. We go back to the party. And then the whole night she was all over this guy. Just all over it. No respect for me at all. Just fuck it. That's why I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's done. Completely done. I was after that, that horrible, horrible, horrible night. And it was a good night, though. At the end of the, at the, end of the day, though, it was good because we weren't together anymore. And I was finally out of that. Because I, I cannot bring myself up to break up with girlfriends. And if I ever get my guy, and I'm going to say his name... Marshall on this podcast 
you will find out how many girlfriends he's broken up with, like four with me because we sound a lot alike which is going to be very it's, it's uh, i think you guys will be able to determine it but on the phone on a phone call you you can't really tell who's who <laughs> fast forward about what two two months maybe two three months i'm gonna I would, let's just let's just cut it in half and say a month <laughs> about a month later we go down to the uh lake michigan beach one of them i don't know which one you make the call whichever one you guys want to do and uh we're walking up and i got this whole new like i don't give a fuck about me now i really i i was i had it i was like i don't give a fuck i don't give a shit i'm just gonna just i'm just gonna be me i'm gonna to entertain my friends we're gonna have some fun we're going to the fucking beach we're just gonna go swimming in the fucking ocean or the the lake i don't give a fuck like I, I was done i was like okay whatever i'm gonna be the fifth wheel that's just how the fuck it is i'm okay with it I hear my name being called, and I just see this little fat Oompa Loompa, fucking bronzed Oompa Loompa, just sprinting towards me with her arms wide open, big fucking smile. It's fucking her. Like, she thought I was going to, like, open her with open arms, like, welcome her with open arms, and she would, and then I look over, and she was, she was literally running away from the dude. Not away, but, like, she was with the dude that she, I got caught, caught her with. She was running <laughs> from him, and, um... As soon as she got up to me, I just stiff-armed her. I just put my arm out. She, I put it right in her fucking chest. All you heard was, and right on the floor, boom. And I just kept on walking. Kept on walking. And dude's friends, like, to, to, I give full, I don't know who this fucking guy was, but to his fucking credit, his friends, all I heard was them go, what the fuck? And they all stood up, and then he, like, calmed them all down. and was like, it's okay. Like, like he, he, he deserves that one. Like, he earned that one. Like, <laughs> she has to give him that one. You know, and he was basically like calming them down. And then, then once he told them all, like he was, I could tell that he was explaining what happened. And then she was like limping off over there, like holding her chest, fucking crying. Got over to him, and then he walked away from her. He walked right away from her. I don't know why, like what happened, or like maybe he was mad that she was just like, "Well, fuck you," and then ran to me to try to get back at me, or to, to, I don't know what the fuck happened. All I know is that she came full sprinting, and I just stiffed on her. Boom! Right in the fucking ground. Just Heisman's trophy. Like, fuck you. It was, man, I, that was, see, it went from the worst night, and then that was the best night, because I, I I just, I, I don't remember everything that happened, but I remember, like, just being on my game when it came to making people laugh, and I was in my, I was in the zone, and I was so happy. I was like, yeah, I fucking got her back. I don't give a fuck. Like, those guys wanted to kick my ass, and then her fucking, I guess, I don't know if it was her boyfriend or just her hookup dude or whatever the fuck it was, talked them down and was like, no, 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 no. He earned that. Like, he, that, that, she deserves that. And I was like, thank you. Like, oh my God. Cause I thought I was, I was like, we're getting into a fight today. Cause it was four of them and four of us. And my friends had my back. Like, that was the one thing, too. I, I will give them on that one. They all had my back. They were all like, fuck you, Jimmy. Good shit. And I'm like, fuck that. You know, fuck her. I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck that shit. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So that that was that story, and there was there was plenty more fucking horrible, horrible fucking like I'm I'm just I was such a bad boyfriend too back in the day too. Like I wasn't bad, no, I wasn't a bad boyfriend. It was the breakups. It was the fucking breakups were the fucking worst. I could not break up with a girl for the life of me. I had a girl I dated my whole freshman year, freshman year of high school. We dated the whole year, and I I, I did I did actually like her and everything. And then I was like, you know what, going into sophomore year. I think I need to change. I have this confidence now about me. I just don't know. Who who knows what sophomore year can look like with, with me and no girl on my side. 
what am I supposed to do here? And it was like a week before summer vacation, like before we moved back to school. And I called her and she said, hey, babe, I gotta tell you something. <laughs> what? what? What's, wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, I think we should start seeing other people. <laughs> I'm trying to do this like this this cool guy voice, and it wasn't cool because I'm doing it better now. It was more like, yeah, um, we have to start seeing other people. <laughs> it was so bad. I look back at it and I'm like, you know what? Like, I hope she like I know she moved on. I think we, I, we were kind of, we were still kind of friends afterwards, but um, it was fucking bad. It was so stupid. Like I was just I, I don't know what the fuck I was doing back in those days, man. I, I had I was dating this one girl. Too. and um like i said me and my guy we talk like, on the phone we sound just alike and i for the life of me could not break up with this girl and i didn't want to but i knew it needed to be done in that one in this situation because her parents were very traditional i'm not saying a race i'm not going to say anything else but obviously they weren't white but they were very very traditional and they had their core values and they did not want their little girl like date you know dating so she wasn't allowed outside. She had to do homework. She had to, like, really, like, mm. So I could never could see her. It was only at school. And I was like, oh, dude, what the fuck? Like I, like, I can't do this anymore. So I couldn't do it. So I fucking told my guy to do it. And, like, this this is still my fault. I don't care how he did it. It's still my fault for not just manning the fuck up and doing it. He literally just called her. She said hello. And he goes, yeah, we're done. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, it's over. She, and she started crying on the phone. He goes, oh, you're crying now? He's like, oh, well. He's like, it's over. Click gave me the phone because it was a flip phone. He just flipped it. I was like, <gasps> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? What did you just do? He's like, what? It's over. Right? That's what you wanted me to do. You wanted me to break up with her. I was like, yeah, but not like that. I was like, I thought you were going to be a little bit more smooth. He goes, it's not my fucking girlfriend. And bam, right there. I was like, yep. He's right. He's right. <laughs> He's fucking right. And we're what? Like 14, like 15, 16 at the time? Yeah. I should have known better than to trust my friend to break up with a girl for me. And that wasn't the last time. That wasn't even the last time. The worst time. The worst time that I broke up with a girl, I feel like, like out of all the shit that I've just talked to you guys about, was that I had a friend walk over to her while I was, like, she was in her group and I was in my group, and I had him walk over there and be like, yeah, Jimmy's done with you. She looked over at me, and I just started laughing with my friends. I was like, ah, 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 ah. Like, I'm just going to pretend I'm having a good time. Oh, oh, God. I I look back at those times, and it, it fucking makes me cringe. How bad it was. I was so dumb. It was so stupid. And I'm like, yeah, okay, like, that's 16-year-old, blah, 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 blah. And then I think about it, too, and I'm like, fuck, I have a daughter now. She's going to be coming home crying, and I'm gonna be like, they're, they're 16. They're 15-year-old kids. They're fucking idiots. Those boys are dumb. You know, like, they're fucking idiots. Just leave it be. Move the fuck on. Who needs them? You got you got your old man. You got dad. We'll, we'll go. We'll go out. We'll go do something. Nah, I, I don't even know how I'm gonna handle it. To be honest with you, I might just I just might start crying with her. <laughs> like, dad, he broke up with me. Be like, not Mark. No, he was so cool. She's like, I know. He was like the top. He was like the star football player. Be like, I know. He played catch. He had a strong arm. Why, Mark? Why? I hope it's not like that. I might do it. I, you know what? To be honest with you, I got to keep that in mind. Now that it's documented, I might go back and look on this when she breaks up with it and be like, hold on, hold on. I know you're crying, but hold on. And go back to look at up episode wherever this is and be like, oh, yeah, okay. I just got to cry with her. <laughs> maybe dad's got, maybe, you know what, dad's, maybe we got to start doing that more. 
Just start crying with your daughter or son or whatever that you have. Just start crying with them. I think that might be the best way, to be fully honest with you. And a weird transition into this is that, um, yeah, see, I... That's why I need Nick here. He is really good at transitioning. I'm I'm so fucking bad at it. I literally <laughs> I don't even want to do this transition right now. It's not even a good transition. So we'll transition after the last sponsor that we have. Sponsor. Blind belly relationship management. Are you a re are you in a relationship that you're tired of but may legally be obligated to stick around? Don't worry, here at Relationship Management, we work for you. Meaning we will do all the heavy lifting on your way to getting out of the relationship that you want out of. My name is Teddy Blindbelly, and I used to work as sports management for clients such as Turkum, Rock, Paper, Scissors Champion, Meekin, Doverin. Just like I got him a 7-year, $15,000 deal with Thermonica's, I can get you out of any relationship that you're currently in. Never worry about bad or awkward breakups again. We will handle all of that, and all you have to do is pack your bags and move the fuck on. So don't waste another year of your life with a loser and call Relationship Management today and start living your best life. Yeah, I, would, I wish I would have called Teddy Blindbelly when I had to break up with all those girls. I wish he was around back then. Where were you, Teddy? Where were you? I'm so sick of these fucking like people like calling you all the fucking time, too. Anybody else getting those fucking phone calls? Like, I'm getting literally, like, maybe, like, not, you know what's funny, too? Not on weekends. Weekends, my phone never fucking rings. But during the weekday, I get about six to eight fucking scam likelies and maybe two red actual phone numbers. And every time I answer hell, the random phone numbers, because I don't know who they are. I don't know if it's my job or something. So I answer them. I'm like, hello? I'm like, hi, is, uh, is Steve there? I'm like, no. Oh, well, since I got you on the line, do you want to talk about... I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking talk about anything with you. Click. And it's always like that. It always starts off with some fucking awkward dude. Like, oh, and the worst ones, too. Actually, I've been getting this this one, and I finally blocked his number, so maybe that's why I haven't gotten the phone call. But it'll be like, is Christian there? And then it, before I can answer, he goes, you know what? I think I got the wrong number. And then hang up. I'm not going to lie. I, I have, Lately, I've been freaking out because I'm like, oh, my God, I answered the phone. Like, does this mean he has all my information? Like, that's all the time he needed? Was it keep me on the phone for, like, 20 seconds? Like, 10 seconds? That's it? Now he has all my info? He hacked my phone? Oh, shit. And I've been panicking. I've been in full panic mode. I've chopped up my social security card. I've burnt three of my my phones. I have a burner phone now. I chopped up... I canceled all my bank accounts. Took out all my money. I, I literally it burned off my fingerprints. No one's gonna get me again. <laughs> uh, like I said, and that, you know what? I don't know where to go with this anymore. I got one last story to tell you guys. And, um, uh, see, I, I'm going to bring this up again with Nikki, but just, just for you guys, because Nikki might not listen to this. And if he does, I want to hear like, cause he doesn't, well, he doesn't have kids. So it's the fuck that's the fucking hardest part. So like, oh God, this is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I watch porn. <laughs> just like, just like every dude, like just, <laughs> No, but since I've had a daughter, it's become so much harder to watch this shit. It, it, it has. I, I saw this, like, they go from being, like, they used to be funny to me. Some some of them, I would actually make me laugh. Like, some of them would make me laugh. Those ones that make me laugh now fucking disturb me. Where I'm like, holy shit, where the fuck was your dad? Are you, like, what? Girl, 
Like, stop it. You don't need to take 50 cream pies in your asshole. <laughs> Who are you trying to prove? What are you trying to prove? Because <laughs> that's what I saw. Because before, before I would see those types of videos, I would click on them and just because I knew that they were good for laughs sometimes. And this girl, I like... I, I, like, like I said, it's so it's so gross to me now. She's literally like, Duke is done, finishes inside her, right inside of her butthole, and then she literally like starts wagging her butt like back and forth, like who's next? Yeah, fuck yeah, who's next? Fuck yeah! And another guy goes straight in and starts going, and then he busts, and then she's like, okay, who the fuck is next? And I'm like, wait, that's only two. There's 48 more. I was like, no, 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 no. And before I would just start laughing, I would start dying laughing. I would never finish the fucking video, but I would just start dying laughing. Like, this is the fucking stupidest thing I've ever fucking seen. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, who, who's fucking next? No, no, now I see that and I'm like, holy shit. Like, what happened to you? Like, lady, what happened to you that you ended up here? Like, please, I, I want to know what happened to you. Because I need to avoid whatever that is. I have a daughter now. I don't want that ever to, like, it's so bad. Like, and I, I keep thinking about it, too. I'm like, the older she gets, the worse it's going to be, too. I, Because I, I've I've talked to guys with daughters that are, like, like older gentlemen with daughters. And are like, yeah, fucking porn is not the same anymore. You can't fucking look at them because they're like, yeah, that looks like her that looks like her friend. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, motherfucker. Like, everything just reminds you of them. I'm like, shit. So what the fuck do you do? And they, they tell me every single time it's always the same thing. Mistress. Or hooker. So that's what I have to look forward to in my 60s. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, I would never fucking pay for sex either. I couldn't fucking do it. It's like I said, I can't, I can't even do strip clubs. There's no fucking way I'm paying a girl fucking how, however much money it is to blow me. Like, ugh. God, no. But, but if I was single and a girl at the fucking bar was down to do it, and we went to her place or my place and we fucking got down the dirty and I didn't have to pay for it. Uh, by all means. But there's no fucking way if we got back to the place and she's like, well, I'm going to need at least take $200 before I blow you. Sorry. Put on my shit and walk the fuck out. Now you're gross. And it's not that I'm cheap. It's not that I'm cheap. It's because I find that shit disgusting. If I hunt and work for it, then yes. I will surely let you blow me and I will do what I need to do for you too. But I gotta fucking pay for it. It's like one of those like fucking uh, the deer shooting ranges where they fucking put the feeders out and you just fucking pop them off as they walk up to the feeder. Like what the fuck? You're not hunting. Like that that that, that I'm that I'm against. I'm fully against that. You fucking sit there in a little brush or whatever it is with your fucking like ten year old. You're like I'm taking you hunting, boy. Like you're gonna learn how to be a man today. Next thing you know, you fucking see, like, the feeders go off, you hear them, you're like, oh, the feeders are off, be quiet, they're, they're gonna walk up the does, or the, the deer, and then the deer walks right up to the fucking feeder, starts chewing on it, so they're not moving, they're just fucking crunching, so they can't even hear anything, and the kid's like, I can't do it, dad, and you're like, no, you're gonna do it, and then, bam, and then what, like, I'm, I don't even know what happens after that, do you take that, that, I don't know if they take them home, you know what, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm pretty sure you just be like, I only want the thick cuts, and maybe a hoove. You guys can keep the head and everything else. I just want the meat. I guarantee that's what it is. And then somebody else fucking chops it up and be like, There you go, son. You learned how to kill and skin a deer. Like, oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how the fuck it goes. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. How did I transition from... I'm not... You know what? Don't even look into it. 
Don't even look into it. <laughs> I will. Oh shit! No. Yep. Don't even look into it. Don't even look into it. Oh man, we started with the Darwin Awards, and it just it, started. Uh, roll a fat. Oh, oh, there we go. We'll do one more Darwin Award to end this podcast because this one has to do with a cigar, I think. Okay, so, oh, this is confirmed true by Darwin. So, this one actually might be wrote pretty good. It's not a guest writer because those guest writers can go suck a fucking dick. <laughs> There we go. September 12th, 2021. Berkeley, California. Roll a fat cigar of brain power for two mental midgets. What? Oh, there's no T in there. I said midget. <laughs> mental midgets. No. It's it, it's spelled the same way, but it's M-I-D-G-E-S. Midge. Mental midge. Midges? 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 Fuck, man, I can't read. Like, <laughs> it's so sad. Um, okay, so roll a fat cigar of brain power for two mental midge who climbed out of their vehicle on busy Interstate 80 to argue about who slammed into whom. In in short order, both <laughs> Argle Bargles the fuck got slammed into uh, got slammed into again. This time without the protection of the metal cage. The second crash occurred at 1.30 a.m. when a hapless Mini Cooper driver swerved to avoid the Dodge Durango and Chevy Malibu wrecks, accidentally colliding with the men. A lesson we all should remember is that neither dead driver cares about that dispute anymore. Well, no shit, they're fucking dead. See, this is what... Stop making, like, dumb jokes at these people's expenses. Like, they, they, they're... It's so stupid. Two men paid a steep price for their situational awareness. Or unawareness. Situational unawareness. It was also not fair to the traumatized Mini Cooper motorist. Alcohol or drugs do not appear to be a factor, just ordinary lack of common sense. And that is our daily Darwin Award. Something we see quite too much off. It says of, and I wrote often. I read often, it says of. Alright, so these two guys get into a little accident on the interstate. Just pop out. Just just, fucking pull over. If you can drive it, get over to the side. Maybe they couldn't. Oh, so they didn't even get all the way off the fucking road. And then the little Mooney Cooper's like, oh shit, a fucking car. Oh shit, another car. And then two fucking bodies. Dummies. Okay, yeah, that deserves Darwin Award. They're fucking arguing. You fucking hit me. I bet you it wasn't even that bad damage. I guarantee it was a bent, like fender bender. I guarantee the cars look better at the end of that than they did. I guarantee the cars look better than they did. I guarantee it because they're dead and the cars are probably got resold at auction. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Damn straight. Motherfucker. Nick. Really. Honest to God, man. Love you. Have fun. If you're here, if he's here tomorrow, if he's here Monday, which this is when this drops, then we might release a quick one Tuesday if he comes over. But we don't. I don't really know. I, I just can't do this all the time by myself. So maybe, just maybe, I'll let you guys on the little secret I have in my head right now. We film. 
we record like pre-record like eight episodes in case this ever happens and then I don't have to torture myself with this shit again. <laughs> so to all the Darwin Award winners, cheers to you and Chicago. Love ya. Peace. <laughs>